Okay, the question of today is, if you had to live as an animal for a year, which one would oh, you choose easy. and why? That's, that's so easy. Why it's that easy? Do you think about this every day? Yeah, pretty much. I'm kind of dressed like one today, a polar bear. Just, Why would you want to be a polar bear? It'd be awesome. Unlimited Coca-Cola. Uh, it'd be awesome. I don't know, because you're... Get to be. No one, messes, live, like, no one messes with a polar bear. Yeah, they do. No, they it's don't. Yeah, they Who's do. going after a polar bear except other, like some poacher? Other polar bears. Yeah, but no, but I'd be... Isn't the, the polar bear like the only thing that like haunts its own kind? Really? I, I did not know that. I would not I would not be a hunter of my own polar, polar bear. Polar bears are like crabs. Unless I was really hungry, bear. and then I'd probably go after one. As soon as a polar bear starts to pull itself out of the bucket, another polar bear drags it back down. Okay. What is, what is your animal? A tortoise. Gross. It lives why? it lives forever and nobody messes with a tortoise. You're only living or you're only living as it for a year. You only get a year of the tortoise. Well, yeah, yeah nice. but it would be way a, to pay attention to the question. It would, it would be a pretty happy year because I wouldn't you know think about you death. wouldn't be yeah. dying, correct. I'd be what planning if, for the long what term. What if the world transported you into a really old tortoise? Do you ever think about what the four hundred one k of a tortoise looks like when they can vest for that yeah. long? Their it Roth IRA must be insane. I'm sure that's be. the number one thing on a tortoise's mind. Well, sure. right after eating tadpoles, but yeah, I, I think a four hundred one k would be on a tortoise's mind. Right. You you concocted this question. You have to have an answer. Um, a probably duck. a Siberian tiger. Why? I like that one too. Because I love tigers. And they're Why really a Siberian pretty. tiger? Because they're know. white. They're cool. Wait, that's not even what I meant. Oh, wow. Okay. No, it is. Okay, you're just tiger. wrong. It's not white. That's a, a, that's a regular tiger. It's Siberian. What are you talking about? Siberian tiger. I thought the they one were that's white. white? Um, What's the white tiger? An albino Siberian tiger. I, I don't know, but I knew that tigers were also a white tiger. <laughs> it's just a. Bl- I Joe, thought a Siberian tiger was white. That's what I thought too, Peter. So uh, well, because you and I I'll, think it, it's true. Okay, I'll I'll look it up during All our right. intro. Okay, tiger. Hello, hockey fans, and welcome to the Her Ice Girls High School Hockey Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by ResTech, a full-service integration and home automation company serving residential customers throughout central Minnesota and the metro Twin Cities region. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school hockey league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics, with 11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Peter and Tony. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool. All about the bounce in my step. Watch it on the news, what you gonna do? I could hear professional forget. Used to keep it cool. Bengal tiger. Bengal tiger. Bengal tiger. Bengals and Siberians are both orange, I would just like to point out. They're okay. just called white tigers. If they're white, apparently, according okay. to the internet. Yeah. I would like to be a Bengal tiger, though, because it's more vibrant and has a warmer orange coat. <laughs> Read straight from the internet? Yep. Yeah, right off that National no, Geographic website. Bengal tiger expert. Bengal tiger expert. Well, we're going to pretend to be high school hockey, actually women's hockey, because we're starting our headlines with something that's not high school. We're going to pretend to be women's hockey experts 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, welcome to Her Ice, a girls' high school hockey podcast in the great state of Minnesota about the great teams in that state of Minnesota. I am one half of the Her Ice team, Peter Odney, along with my other half, Tony Scott. Tony, how are you? I'm doing great. Are you, are you okay now? I saw the look in your eyes. He's not doing the intro. No, I, I sometimes doing, you do it, sometimes you intro. don't. You do a nice job with that intro. I like it's it. He's not doing the intro. I like it. There's your intro, and our headlines today are brought to you by Summit Orthopedic. Yes, and I had four different uh, orthopedic injuries. Uh, no, uh, doctors, surgeons. I want to be careful because they weren't all surgeons, but doctors come out and uh, meet me at the Prior Lake uh, Tradition Holiday Invitational and do some interviews for those broadcasts, and we're going to use some of those interviews for other stuff. Um, I'm excited to work with them. It's it's a true partnership when they come to us and break these things down. I think we're going to be doing some other uh, content with them and with their doctors involved in the content, not just interviews, but uh, some good stuff. And we're also doing with Summit Orthopedic the Summit Service Award. Uh, there's a link on our homepage if you have a player in your system uh, that uh, exhibits uh, great leadership, uh, whether it's a captain or serving their community in some capacity, uh, have them sign up, uh, try out for, submit an award. The winner gets to go to Honduras and on as part of a uh, uh, mission trip that goes over and helps serve those people. So someone who's interested in the um, medical field or just interested in how that would work, it would be a great opportunity. It's a $2,500 scholarship. Uh, go to our Youth Hockey Hub's website. There's a link for the Summit Service Award. Check it out. Okay, content idea, brain blast. Here we go. Uh, what if we live streamed surgery <laughs> with a, with commentary? Jeff Papis. Jeff Papis. That would be good. Here's Doctor Strothman now with. Well, we know you wouldn't do it because your phone would ring in the middle of surgery. It would be bad. Is be okay. Bad. This is my last question. Are surgeons and doctors kind of like how? Like all scotch is whiskey, but not all whiskey is scotch. Like all doctors are surgeons, but not all, no. No, all surgeons are doctors, but not all doctors are surgeons. No, all doctors are doctors, and some are surgeons who actually yeah, that's can what open up a body and perform a surgery. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's what my question was. Okay, but yeah, um, there are non-surgical doctors who work at Summit Orthopedic who do. Um, injections do therapies non-surgical therapies uh treat broken bones you don't it's not surgery to treat a broken bone does that make sense yes so there are plenty of uh doctors at uh summit that do not perform surgery that makes all the sense in the world okay thank you for that the next time that i need surgery on something we do I will have go to summit orthopedic we do in this room we do have a summit ortho patient and it's not me Kayla, um, do you want to go over your that is really badly sprained ankle? How were you diagnosed? They basically just said <clears throat> they like x-rayed it and said it's not broken and then gave me an ankle brace. Really? Mm-hmm. And were you treated well? Oh, yeah. It's, I sat in the boy spot. It took 45 minutes. Beginning to end. Door. I love I was, uh, a, I love I was a new like patient, that. too. So I had to fill out forms, everything. It took me like 45 minutes. I love stories It's also like that. right yeah. across from the Plymouth Ice Center. Really? Because wow. I, I wanted to multitask and go to the Lakeville South YZ game after. 
Did you? And I did. And I was like, I'm probably not going to see any of this game because it's going to take me so long. And then it didn't. And she joked and said that, oh, there's a tournament going on. We'll probably have a lot of patience. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, they <laughs> probably uh, do get they that. They said that. Yeah, she said that. They're right across the if street from it. boys' high school, it's a bit yeah, dark. there will yeah. be patience. We had, obviously, the broken leg from Vezzy Lapai, you know, and... There's always, every year at that event in Prior Lake, we get some broken collarbone or, you know, sprained knee or something that, an acute injury that would be qualified for a summit orthopedic doctor. Wow, that's a, that's a resounding. <laughs> it's just a rough game that's is a, all I'm saying. Play hockey. That's a great, that's a great plug for the uh, tradition holiday classic. Well, no, I'm talking about just in general. Like Plymouth has it. Everyone has it with your boys event. You're going to have some injuries. They're playing super hard. Playing super hard. All righty. Let's get into our headlines. All right, uh, let's have it. Team USA is off to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We got our annual photo from Eric St. Martin, who's Love done it. this three, three times now. It's the second time he's gone abroad. The other time, first time was in Madison. Mm-hmm. Josie St. Martin off for her third tour of duty with Team USA, along with six other Minnesotans. Lauren Goldsworthy, Kendra Distad, and Layla Hemp, all from Minnetonka. We'll be suiting up for Team USA, as will Orono's Macy Rasmussen, Edina's Nora Hannon. Goaltender. Goaltender. Goaltender, I almost said. Goaltender. Goaltender. And then Haley Box, who skated last year for Holy Family Catholic and is at Shattuck St. Mary's now. The Eden Prairie native is off to Switzerland. She's an 08, so she could be following the same footsteps as... Josie St. Martin playing you know, I, it three I years got in an eyeful of Haley Box this fall. I watched her play a couple of games yeah. with that Shattuck prep team, and wow, yeah, she's on her way to three uh, trips with Team USA yeah. here. Team USA coming off a bit of a disappointing show in last year's tournament, which uh, you and I both took super personally because I think there were nine Minnesotans on that roster, right. which, uh, yeah, that wasn't fun to watch. No, it was not. But I believe we have a new coaching staff this year. Is that true? It's true. All right. We have a new coaching staff this year, and the girls will be battling it out in Zur- is it Zug? Zug? I don't know. That's a good question. Zug, Switzerland. In Group B, the first game will be against Slovakia on I'm January 7th. The name of the Dartmouth head coach, who's the coach of the team this year. All righty. Slovakia, Switzerland. Those are the uh, the pool the pool games on deck for Team USA, along with Sweden, and that'll be a tough game. Sweden has made great strides Correct. in the last couple of years, the women's level. Correct. You got a you got a name for the uh, the, for the coach. coach yet? No, I I'm don't. having a lot of fun navigating the IIHF website here, oh, trying to figure terrible. out who's. They still don't have any players listed. The tournament starts it's in terrible. three days. Yeah, it's not terrible. to get. Uh, yeah, they yeah. could take some lessons from a youth tournament. Not to get too negative before lunchtime, but my goodness, the tournament starts in three days, and we don't have rosters or team officials. I mean, Correct. If you need Crystal Howard, we will set you up with Crystal <laughs> Howard, and she can build you a tournament. True that. True Ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. All moving on to the pro ranks. Ken Klee hired as the new PWHL Team Minnesota coach. Uh, Charlie Burgraff stepping aside and allowing – uh, the former U.S. Women's National Team coach Ken Klee to take over. Klee, a longtime veteran of the NHL, I believe he played for a half dozen teams. Maybe he, he played for the NHL Devils for a, for a long time. I believe he also played for the Capitals. 
for a yes. long time. Yes. Um, we I, were f- while you're looking that up, I have it is Liz Keedy Norton uh, from Boston, Massachusetts. Dartmouth head coach will be leading Team USA. So what in, you're saying is we are already ahead of the IIHF in yes. terms of knowing who's yes. coaching what. Yes, and we've given out actually uh, players uh, from Minnesota playing in it. So righty. Clee played for the Capitals, Maple Leafs, Devils, Avalanche, Thrashers, Ducks, and Coyotes. Oh my gosh! You said this six poor teams. Guy. Man, you nailed it. This poor guy. Uh, well, I did look up Ken Klee earlier. We were fortunate enough to have a couple of PWHL Team Minnesota players join us at the Dangle Fest. How fun was that? That was a lot of fun. And I appreciate Amanda Levier and Denisa Krizova uh, allowing me to pepper them with questions while they were I did the same <laughs> thing. hanging out in the tournament office. I felt a little bit bad. They were there at 8 in the morning, and I'm standing there. I've been there for an hour and a half already. I've had two coffees, and I'm like, so where's Coach Burgraff? What do you guys know about Ken Klee? What do you know about that? What's well, going to happen? Me? I'm, it's Sophia Cunnan. Is her first name? First yep. Name? Sophia Cunnan. Um, I'm, like, riddling her with questions about yep. just not necessarily terribly personal questions, but they were somewhat personal questions about, so how does it work when you're graduated from college and you're in the PWHPA were you on the national team? Because I know the national team players get a stipend. So, like, and I know she's married to Luke Cunnan, so I know she's not living check to check, but I'm thinking about the overall livelihood of national team players. And, you know, I didn't ask her what she got paid, but it's a fair living wage. She says, yeah, it's totally a fair living wage. So a lot of the PWHPA players, PWHPA union players, uh, were making a fair living wage while playing for the national team and, and now they're double. And I asked her, I go, are you guys double dipping now? She says, yeah, we get national team stipends and we get paid for playing uh, in the PWH, PWHL, which good. I thought was interesting. Like, to me, that's good information. I wasn't asking what her W-2 looked like. I was just kind of asking, like, basics of how you can make a living being a professional hockey player as a woman, as opposed to what it looked like just two years ago. Or what it looked like five years ago. A year ago. Yeah, so it's fantastic is what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm trying to build this up as to, you know, all the future stars that we cover in in 10s and 12s and high school and college, they have an actual path to a professional living after college, which I think is exciting for these kids. Clee, back to to Ken for a moment. Uh, He led the United States to an undefeated record at the 2016 International Ice Hockey Federation's Women's World Championships in Kamloops. That was the 2016 version of the team. Did you happen to catch that excerpt from Kendall Colleen's Schofield? That was was where the light bulb went off for me, that Klee was parted ways with the U.S. women's national team. The players were not happy aware why they weren't why or they weren't happy either and rob stauber stepped in and they won gold yep but there were some players including kendall that was like this is just this wasn't right it was a it was a bad feeling it was an upset stomach it also feeling it also makes me wonder if coins this is purely speculative but did coin schofield stand on the table for clee to be the head coach because he I did asked, he did interview for the gm job so he's yeah. familiar with the team and the personnel that they have on the coaching side and on the playing side. I did ask somebody involved in the program if Kendall has that much influence on the team, and they said, yeah, she does. 100%. She does, but I don't know if she was even in Minnesota when, because she was with the, at the Challenge Series, is that what it's called? So she wasn't there 
uh, when this whole thing went down over Christmas. She wasn't in yeah. Minnesota. So, And I, I'm not trying to say that she influenced the decision and didn't allow them but to didn't look hurt. at anybody else. But it, whenever there's a coaching change, the players are consulted. And I believe yeah, I'd call her Captain America. I think she'd be consulted before making well, a, a head coaching hire. you consider hire. The, the big three, Lee Steckline, I mean the three veterans, Steckline, Panic, and Coin Schofield are – yeah. You know, they will carry the flag for the team as much as Taylor Heisey. I mean, she gets a lot of FaceTime. I mean, they are yep. big time uh, hyping her up as well, which is great. We love it. We love Taylor. So you're supposed to do with your number one overall pick. Yep, you know? I agree. All righty. In the same vein of professional women's hockey, Team Minnesota opens the season tonight, 7 Absolutely. p.m. against Boston at the Songa Center. Have you been to the Songa Center? No. I have. I've never been to Boston for hockey. Really? Specific I have. Reasons. No. It's where UMass Lowell plays its games. I did write the capsule for it for our home ice college hockey book, but I no, I have never been there. Yeah, it's and then a big place. The home opener for the PWHL team Minnesota is going to be Saturday, January sixth at two thirty p.m. at the XL Energy Center. I got my tickets. Did you get your tickets? I'm not going. I'm celebrating uh, my daughter's college graduation. What a Saturday waste of time! Night. What are you talking uh, but about? Kayla will be there, so. You're, you're skipping. Hold be here. on. You're skipping the premiere of the Professional Women's Hockey League in the state of hockey to go to your daughter's graduation. Oh no, it's not her graduation. We're just celebrating because she's a also it's not actually a semester graduation. graduation. My wife put this on the calendar, and oh. I overlooked that this was a night that I probably should have been in at the XL Energy Center. So, but it won't oh. be. I will be at their games this year. As many as I humanly can get to, I will be at because there's so much good hockey being played. This is the best hockey in the world, and we're credentialed to go to it. So we will be covering every one of their home games and obviously as much as we can from the away games as well. Well, it's nice to know where your priorities lie. Family first. Family first. Family you can ask first. Kayla. Kayla knows my family comes first over, over my job, right? Sure. I bet that's what your <laughs> wife would say, too. Yes, I'm sure she would. Poor Debbie. Debbie doesn't listen to this, does she? No, no God, of no. she doesn't. Jeez. Do you All think right. she wants to spend more time listening to Tony Talk? No. <laughs> no. Especially she about goes. hockey? There she goes. She's doing the thing where she laughs harder at her own joke. There that's because I'm Keep the funniest was person funny. in the world. <laughs> it was funny. I thought it was funny. You're definitely the funniest person in this room. I'll give you that, Kayla. Agreed. Alrighty, our first high school note. We've been on air for probably 15 minutes at this point. Now it's time for some high school. Top-ranked Hill Murray goes down to unranked Lakeville North in Eden Prairie for the midwinter meltdown. That's the first loss of the season for the Pioneers, and we'll get to this a little bit later. Knocks them out of the top spot. Tony, you surprised? Where were you when you found out Hill Murray lost? I don't know, but I know where I was for the moon landing. I was? No. Yeah, you weren't alive. No. Um, I think I was alive. Yes, I was alive, but barely. Um, I was in the conference room uh, in Prior Lake, and I looked down at my Twitter feed. I was like, "Oh my god!" And all you know, all these boys hockey nerds and wonks were around. I'm like, "They're like what?" And I'm like, "Hillmary lost in girls hockey. They're number one." And they all kind of looked at me like, "Oh, okay." And then we moved on to the conversation. <laughs> well, we didn't move on that quickly when I saw the tweet come across our feed at the Dangle Fest. It's a big win for Lakeville North. I know that we kind of brushed them aside based on... Well, the tie their- with Lakeville South is what kind of lost me. 
Well, and the fact they play in the South Suburban Conference. Sorry, South Suburban Conference. But they just don't play the level of schedule no. that Hill Murray does or that an Andover or Minnetonka does. Right. So um, a little bit of a scouting report that I got from a Hill Murray parent said that they that Lakeville North reminds him of Gentry Academy last Ooh, year. Oh, that's a good comparison. There's a lot of experience on that team. Lakeville North brought virtually everybody back from last year, and the names, you can roll through them yeah. any way you like. Addie Bowlby and getting Gracie to rotate Hansen, between. Uh, back. I mean, they get to rotate between Kyle Weiland and Addison Ottinger and Nett. Where did I, you you just wrote something recently about them? We're always oh, in your rankings. How you yeah. just went off about how great they are as a goaltender? They are though. I know. mean, and the fact that I give Kaya Weiland a lot of credit for sticking around because at one point she was the only, virtually the only goalie on the roster, right? And Addison Ottinger uh, transferred in from Farmington, I believe. Mm, Farmington, yeah, maybe. I think it was Farmington, and they both maybe stuck it Burnsville. out. I would oh, say, it's yeah. got to be Burnsville. Yep. Sorry, I'm thinking of Jake. Thinking of Jake. Yeah. Sorry about that. We all know Addison's the better goaltender. Yeah. Um, I give close. the coaching staff a lot of credit, too, because they're playing those two so evenly. Yeah. And it is important to make sure that when you have two talented goalies that they're both at least mildly happy. I was surprised that Kaya got the start in the section final against Northfield last year just because of her age. That's a huge like a, vote I mean? of confidence. Yeah. yeah. Huge vote of confidence. Uh, Not because I didn't think Kaya was good enough. I just thought. You well, know. she's so young, especially yeah. compared to Addison. Yeah. But Lakeville North will be somebody certainly to keep an eye on, and thank goodness gracious they're out of Section 1. Correct. So that they've got um, they've got a chance to go to state instead of having to knock Northfield out on the way there. Right. Milestones, 50 career points. We have several players that have reached 50 career points. Brooke Clems from Chisago Lakes, Hill Murray's Emily Pohl, and J.C. Chatlin have both surpassed that 50-point mark, as has Laney Gannett's. I wonder if Laney is the twin who has got the the eyebrow. She had the two different color eyebrows. I haven't you remember that? that closely. Oh, it was Sorry. when she was when they were young. It was one of the twins. One of the Gannett's twins had two different colored. That's how you could tell the difference between Laney. And, I can't. Yeah, I'll be honest. I ran into the Gannett's outside. I haven't of seen the Gannett's twins. I haven't seen the Gannett's twins in three or four years. Since I, pre-COVID, I saw. Well, we'd see them all the time because they were at their brothers' games all the time. Well, I saw them outside of Cassettas maybe a year ago, and I felt so during the bad. state tournament or something. No, I think it, I don't think it was during the state tournament. I just randomly saw them outside Cassettas, and I could not remember which one was which. Oh, I can't I'm ever. So sorry. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I, I but I remember back in the day when I would see them every tournament. You know, every tournament, whether it be AAA or. Or Woodbury, we would. I'm like, okay, which one is which? I couldn't tell. And then you just like, yell oh, it's easy because and, you know. because they're one of the has eyebrows or eye color. <laughs> one of them has like, eyebrows. I'll no, they're goodness. different different color eyebrows. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's completely unique. Alrighty, uh, two thousand career saves for freshman goaltender Elamay Draheim. 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 I don't Draheim? actually know how to pronounce. Uh, the last name here, but that is a lot of stops for a freshman goal. It is. It is. It's probably too many. Probably too many. OSHA regulations on how many saves you can make by your freshman year. Yeah, I think that's a HIPAA violation. Yes. Uh, The Waseka netminder surpassing that milestone last week. I believe she's also got four shutouts this season. Yeah. Where's she from? Waseka. Okay. Waseka. I think that's all we got for milestones. I apologize if we, didn't, lots of them. if we didn't get to one of them. The easiest way 
to get a shout out milestone wise is to tag us on the Twitter machine. Here's a question for you. What does the Rochester questions mean on here? Well, I wanted to bring up a program that wasn't Andover or Minnetonka or Hill Murray or Edina or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. War Road. So here's... Right? Like we talk about those schools all the time. This is my question. We very rarely talk about Rochester because I feel like the Rochester girls of the past couple of years have ended up at Dodge County. Ida Huber, Alexa Van Stratton, I believe, is a former Rochester yep. player. Yep. And here's my question. Or they, they just end up anywhere but Rochester. Yeah. and I'm Or one, they end up at Shattuck. And I'm wondering, oh, yeah. Right. Like, like, um, oh, gosh, dang it. Who were the sisters? Um, Fleming. Oh, Fleming. How did I yeah. forget that one? Fleming's. They had Rochester Lured had an outstanding group maybe three or four years ago. Maggie Hansel yep. and the Flemings, and then it, it felt like Rochester girls hockey just kind of disappeared. Di- disappeared. Except when it come to working in, in the boxes at the Big Pumpkin, we would get a that's true century uh, set of girls from Century working in our boxes every once in a while. But here's my question: and the 15A Rochester girls put on a show during the Dangle Fest, and it's I think it's only natural for uh, programs and certainly for us who pay attention to girls hockey to get excited about a new team, kind of like West Fargo last yeah, year. Get excited. That's, that's what Dangle Fest is new, about. There's a new team. There's somebody different. Somebody who could really shake things up, and in a field that included some of the state's top teams, Alexandria. Um, Wyzetta was in that 15A group. Another late I conference. I thought Fargo power. was a pretty good 15A. Fargo before. was in that group, but Rochester comes through with a five and zero record. And I was talking to the coach after the game, and I asked him the question that I asked the West Fargo coach last year: What are the odds that you're going to be able to keep this group together and on run, one high school team. on one high school team, or at least the core of it? And it's not going to happen for a variety of reasons, which is sad because they were a really nice team, and that's. That's my question. Is It says balancing balance, and that's how I wanted to phrase it. That's not a typo, but how do you balance wanting to make sure that the players get a chance to play varsity hockey, but then essentially admitting that we're not, we're not going to compete for a state championship? What I thought was most interesting, I gotten to know uh, Quinn Stewart pretty well. She was at our camp uh, a couple summers ago at the University of Minnesota, and I've seen her around the rinks in at the big pumpkin and I've t- I talked to uh oof, I'm trying to what's the goal Elena um, Amelia 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 ran friends sorry um so I've gotten to talk to those girls a few different times in different spots and there's there's ninth graders playing 15u hockey which is a total rarity usually a lot of it's it's an eighth grade league Right, seventh graders play U twelve, mm-hmm. ninth graders move on to varsity, but it's a good league for eighth graders to play in. Mm-hmm. And it was fun to see that they had ninth graders on this team. It's partially the reason they've had a lot of success because they're older and wiser and stronger and faster and more talented, and, and that's why they had some success. They're not breaking any rules here, mm-hmm. but I thought it was fantastic to watch these kids. How much sure they are. How much sure their parents were to say, "Hey." you know what, we're going to go play 15A hockey and have a good experience, and then uh, we'll, we'll let the chips fall after that. And the fact that they were playing in this and playing so well was fun and refreshing to see for me. It is fun and refreshing, but I feel bad. Yeah. And we, yeah, we ran into this too. a little bit with um, the group a couple of years ago on the boys' side 
with Jaden Vini and TJ Gibson oh, and yeah. the cores and yeah. all of those kids and you're watching them as youth players and you're like, you know, gosh dang it, if you all stuck together It'd be really on one good. team, that would be a really nice team. Think about all those good kids, the old fives, old sixes, uh, old sevens from Rochester that they they did oh, yeah. quite well in our tournaments all oh, the time. Yeah. And if they were able to make one team or just just two teams, like a public and a private, that would be like it'd be like St. Cloud. You know, they could be competitive. They could they could be extremely competitive. And this 15A group for Rochester could be extremely competitive, especially in southern Minnesota, where there yeah. is this need for a dominant it, force. And here's and I'm not trying to manipulate this, but like let's not kid ourselves. Uh, the demographics in Rochester are way better than the demographics that are currently in St. Cloud. So Numbers wise. Put, yeah, de- yeah, everything wise. I mean, they have people that are really, really committed. So they could put together, if they had two high school programs in Rochester, a public and a private type of thing, that boys and girls, they could be really competitive and it would be really good for hockey in the state of Minnesota to have a, a, like a juggernaut boys and girls program in the state that has to compete against the Lakevilles you know, in, in section play, it'd be fun. But what do we know? Well, I, I think there has to be a strong level of support administratively because let's, let's be honest, hockey does not exist in a vacuum here. If no. you're going to eliminate a co-op, then you start looking at what else, the, the ripple effect of eliminating a co-op and forming one team. But it does hurt a little bit to see a group like that and know that because of district lines, you're you're not going to be able to. But do it's it. not. You talked about it. You alluded to it earlier. You talk. It's not that hard if you live in Rochester just to escape down the road, fifteen miles to Byron or Dodge County, and and and, and participate in that co-op. Well, and Shattuck is how far. And away. Shatt- well, Shattuck's going to cost you a little bit more money and a lot more travel. You know, and it's um, a, that's a bigger investment in your career. It does, but it would just. I think it would be nice to see a Rochester team compete at a high level eventually and it feels like it's just cannibalizing itself by Correct. splitting up all of its talented pieces yep. so it's tough it's uh, from tough. a pure fan for perspective that's uh, kind of a bummer for both of us i would say let's chuck some rankings now all right let's talk rankings these rankings are brought to you by res tech the west metro's experts when it comes to audio and visual solutions our fun video that we made with the Bill and St. Margaret's girls is just about done. I checked in with Brennan yesterday and nice. putting the finishing touches on it. And I got to tell you, if you see a locker room that used ResTech, you will know because it is can't gorgeous. Wait. The ambient, the red lights with the lights off and all the lockers are lit up and everything. It is stunning. I love hearing stuff like that. The, the more we can make the experience greater for boys and girls, high school hockey players, the greater the game is overall. And and thanks to ResTech for bringing that full circle and bringing it around uh, for kids like that and and other other teams. Hopefully you guys can sign up for something like that when they see the video or, or like a guy like you, Peter, who's redoing his – house right now you could, we could use a little ambiance, I some ambiance. i'm actually might be in the market for a little res tech i would call we res tech a, you did you even hear about my basement well you ducked out of the dangle fest <laughs> and you left jossie and i there with our thumbs it's, up our it's, noses it's borderline humorous what happened if you think it about doesn't it. sound humorous. It, well yeah because i didn't have to deal with it but uh our basement had a clog in the drain and um 
sewage, raw sewage came up. Gross. Um, but a can- company came out literally the next day, and we couldn't even smell it. It was that painless and effortless. Um, and then uh, the carpet cleaner came out to finish, to, you know, make sure the hard carpets were clean and the house didn't stink and mm-hmm. all that, you know, all this, that stuff. And the carpet cleaner neglected to put the hose from our laundry tub back into the laundry tub. And then laundry came out and they did a load of laundry and the entire first floor uh, was flooded and seeped into our basement. So we got flooded twice in 48 hours. Nice. It was beautiful. Did you call FEMA? You know, what's funny about this. My wife would not agree to this, but the fact is we've, been able to gut out a lot of stuff that we didn't need in our basement as a result of this so i'm actually it's kind of a it's ended up being a, a blessing in a way it's a little bit like when i suggested clearing out the dropbox yeah it's a little bit like clearing <laughs> out the dropbox <laughs> the my uh my last note on res tech is that you and i know shane welton fairly well yeah he's one of i haven't the, seen uh, him in a year or so i i just since, saw since Lori got her license he doesn't have to come well now the up. the welton sisters who work they, for us at tournaments oh my God, they drive themselves awesome. Um, but Shane genuinely loves putting together these audio and lighting systems. I'm like sure it he is does. N- this is not just a job yeah, for Shane. A, I've seen some of the stuff he's posted project. on Facebook, and he is so proud of the work that they do. And when you find a company that legitimately takes sincere pride in what they do, you're going to get a good experience. Love it. Love it. All right. All right. Talk some Our rankings. rankings. Hillmary drops out of number one, but the strength of the resume is just too much to drop them very far. Minnetonka at number but one. Can I just question your rankings? Sure. Didn't Hillmary beat both Andover and Minnetonka? Mm-hmm. I'd they just them. lost to an unranked team. I would just. I would, to keep, an I would team. keep them number one. They just lost to an unranked. I'm team. not even like a Hill Murray guy. I'm like I, I still think they deserve to be number one. They just lost to an unranked team. All right. And but Hill Murray, but Tonka and Andover didn't prove anything other than that they're the same team because they tied uh, in the. They didn't tie though. Yes, they did. They didn't tie though. Look up. Look at the. It counts. Hub. It counts as a tie. It's a tie. It counts as a tie. Shootouts don't count in high school hockey. Minnetonka at number one, Andover at two, Hill Murray three, Benilde St. Margaret's four, Edina five, Moorhead six, Centennial Spring Lake Park bumps up to number seven. All they do is win. Lakeville yep. North at number eight, Northfield at number nine, Stillwater at number 10, is Maple Grove new? drops out. Is anybody new? Uh, Lakeville North. Lakeville North is new. Stillwater Lakeville North was is new. Stillwater, Stillwater dropped Northfield. a little bit. Okay. Um, Stillwater, Stillwater is going to be really, it's going to be so interesting to see where they are. Now that Josie St. Martin is in Switzerland. 10 days. And I try, I made this point. 10 days plus the recovery coming back. It's a two to three week. That's their horse right there on on that top line. Addie Finn and Brooke Nelson will have to step up. They're the two that are paired with St. Martin on that top line. But there's one player that I highlighted in my rankings who I think could step up for the ponies, and that's Belle McKenzie. Like it. She's got three goals this year. She's a junior forward. But I got an eyeful of her at that Cretan game, and she is so fast, and she plays so hard, and she's always around the net. So this is a chance here for some of those second and third liners for Stillwater to step up and prove that they are more than just a one-line team. Perfect. Class A, Orono at number one. The resume way too strong to drop Orono anywhere uh, Warroad at number two. They bump back up over Holy Angels after defeating Cruxton. Holy Angels at number three. Duluth Marshall at number four. Proctor Hermantown wow, five. That's super high. Four. Duluth Marshall. Did they do something that I missed? Well, they're 15-1-1 one one yeah. for one thing. Have they played Proctor Hermantown? 
they play them twice in the back half of the season. Okay, all right. Proctor, but you know what? After what I saw from Proctor Hermantown this season, Luth Marshall's got a legit edge. Okay, all right. They good. have Ilsa Lindemann. Nobody else has Ilsa I agree. Who's at 39 goal goals scorer. right now. That's a goal scorer. Uh, Dodge County at number six. Crookston at number seven. Do you Mount have Ilsa Tonka. on Jazzy's list? Do we have Ilsa on Jazzy? She list? should be. I think yeah. she was on the list last Jazzy's year. Jazzy's our videographer who goes and tracks top players in the state. <laughs> Mount Westonka Southwest Christian at eight. Delano Rockford at nine. And new to the rankings, Wilmer at number 10. Is Wilmer in the same section as Fergus? Yes. They, they used to be. I don't think they are anymore. They're not anymore. They're not anymore. They're in no, the Wilmer, same conference. Wilmer, yeah, that's crazy. Wilmer and River Lakes got moved out of six, and I think they're in, like, another section. I'm not sure. Well, in any case, they beat Fergus on December 21st, right, I know. which pushes Wilmer into that top ten. Yep. The only losses for Wilmer this season – uh, by one against Alexandria, by one against Brainerd Little Falls, and then a 4 nothing loss to River Lakes. But River Lakes uh, stays out of the rankings this week. They had a bad loss somewhere in there. I remember well, yeah, looking in, through their in games. In the Herb Brooks thought, Holiday uh, Classic, they had a bad loss. Yeah, right now River Lakes 10-5-2. and two. They lost 3 nothing to Moundsview. Irondale, MVI is, I think, better than people give them credit yep. for. They have girl Lauren uh, Ballinger, who is just a stud. They yes. lost to uh, Laverne. Yeah, which I did not like. No, I don't like that at all. Okay, well, those are my rankings. What do you do? You want to quibble with any? Do you generally I agree? I with quibbled those? Um, a little bit. Does did you make your Warroad ranking before or after they lost to Bemidji? It was before. Okay, right. <laughs> it was definitely sure. before. Just making sure. It was definitely Just sure before. I can't wait to get the scoop on that next week. From, we will uh, be up there. We will see the Warroad Rozo game. I got some good scoops on Rozo, by the way, that I can't share. What kind of shows. scoops could you good be talking good about? Scoops. The good book scoops. on the book on Rozo is public. Good scoops. Highly talented. I got them. Very Highly talented. talented. I can't wait to see them next Tuesday, five thirty. Our first ever broadcast from the Rozo Memorial Building. Yeah, I've never actually um, seen a game. You've been to the building. Walked into the building. I drove you there. I used the bathroom at the building. I forced you to go there. You did. You took so freaking long. I love that place. I'm excited about it. All righty. This is going to be a long Games of the Past. Well, there was two weeks. Through two weeks. And it's brought to you by the Red and Black Leagues. Tony, you have some experience with the Red and Black Leagues. I do. I've been to the Red and Black League every year, whether it's the championship game or just to attend some games. My son played in it back in his playing days. Um, it's a fantastic spot for someone to get extra games. Uh, it might not necessarily fit into you know your super elite category of players uh, because they're doing HP. They're doing trying to tell me Jake Zozel is not in the elite category. He played varsity hockey for two years and played in the section final. He had a decent hockey career. I think that my point is it was great for him. Perfect spot for a kid like that because he played other sports. Uh, he was able to play hockey, and he actually. What, what I liked best about the Red Black League is the friendships that he made. I talked this about this on the boys' show on Sunday, that it was fantastic that he got the opportunity to meet players from Minnehaha, Sartell, uh, Prior Lake, Holy Family. I mean, still to this day, some of his best friends that he still stays in touch with are Red Black League players. 
And he still, we, we laugh about it. He goes, Dad, could you believe it? I didn't even want to go, go the first time. <laughs> and then after the first game, I was like, this is great. I love it. And then he played all four years in high school, and it really I think it did him a lot for his confidence, especially coming out of Bantams. He played in his ninth grade year coming out of Bantams, and he got to play against high school players as a ninth grader. If you're good enough and you can play in the Red Black League, they'll take you, and it'll be a good experience for you. Redblackhockey.com. That's redblackhockey.com. You also won't meet a nicer group of people oh, who my run gosh. that league. I agree. All right, games of the past going all the way back to December 21st, Edina over Lakeville North. I have this on here retroactively because that should have told us that Lakeville North might be a little bit better yes, than I agree. previously rated. And one of our scouts was at that game, and he thought that Lakeville North was a nice team. He says it was 50-50. Uh, Creighton Durham Hall over Apple Valley, 3-2 to two in overtime. I believe that is a section game. Everybody yep. kind of jostling for that 2-3 seed. Lakeville North right now, the clear front the clear runner number one, in Section yeah. 3. Wilmer over Fergus Falls, 4-3. to three, Big win for the Cardinals. Northfield over Mankato East, 5-3. to three. I have that one highlighted because maybe Mankato East is a little bit better than previously believed. Okay, I'll give you that. Hill Murray I think over, that Amber oh, Prangy will put together a nice team, and, and they'll be ready by the end of the season. Always does, always does. Hill Murray over Andover, 2 to nothing. That was on December 22nd. Day after Christmas... It's a great song, by the way. <laughs> Brick by Ben Folds yeah. Five. Yeah. Kind of dark, but a great song. Andover over Maple Grove, one to nothing. Minnetonka over Moorhead, two to one. That would be the first round of the Walzer tourney. Yep. December 27th, Crookston over Rosemount. Rosemount. I believe that was played up in Warroad, right? It was. They were part of the Warroad Holiday Tournament. That is a win for Crookston over a Class 2A state tournament team from a year ago that didn't lose nearly as much as people may think. Yep. Lakeville North over Hill Murray, obviously four to two. It's a big win for Lakeville North. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's all right. It's, all right. it's an amazing win. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't know if they play again this year. I doubt that they do. No, but I would be interested to see a rematch in those two teams. Minnetonka over Stillwater, six to two. It's a game between two top ten teams. Semifinal. I heard it was kind of feisty. No kidding. It's kind of feisty game between those two teams. Yeah, I'm shocked. I heard it was kind of feisty. Shocked. Uh, From both in, sides, I heard it was feisty, not just one That's what side. I'm saying. I don't yeah. think it would be a one-sided feisty game between those two. I'm assuming right. that it came from both ends. And then Andover over Edina by a score of 3 to nothing on the 27th. I just don't think Edina lines up very well with Andover. I don't get it. No, I just I don't get don't it. I don't think that they do either. Uh, December 28th, Warroad over Crookston. The Warriors avenge the loss to the Pirates earlier. But look in at that the score. That's not that does not look like a lopsided game. No, but it makes me feel better. Why about our our preseason expectations for oh, Warroad and my preseason expectations for Crookston? That makes you feel better. It does. They went one and one. They split with the juggernaut from 8A. I'm feeling proud. For projecting how them how high much how much does that game factor into section seating because it is a it, tournament game. Oro deserves the one, number one. Seat. Okay, there's no question. I've always thought they did. Agreed. I didn't think they were until this game, but I do. But I do now. Centennial Spring Lake Park over Rogers by a score of one to nothing. A little tight. That's my one qualm with Centennial Spring Lake Park is they aren't exactly thumping the teams. Yeah, that I think they don't they have thump. that. I mean, they're still pretty young. They don't have that senior. You know, they don't have uh, Lauren O'Hara anymore, <laughs> so they don't have someone who can go just score a couple goals. You know, yeah. 
Uh, Minnetonka over Andover in that no. shootout. Man, Technically no. counts no, as a wrong. tie. It's Minnetonka versus oh Andover. 0-0 zero, zero shootout win for Minnetonka. Oh, my Lord. I hope your basement floods again. <laughs> Benilde St. Margaret's over Lakeville North 3-2. to two. That's in that. Which Dean is a no, very notable meltdown. score. That's a very notable score. That, that proves that Benilde is legit top, top four team in the state. December 29th, Hill Murray over North Wright County 3-2. to two. I've It's had the m- third place game. had multiple people tell me that North Wright County is better than their. I agree with that. And I, and I, and I think that their 15-8 team is better than their. Yeah, they had kind of well. a rough, uh, kind of a rough dangle fest, didn't they? No, they lost to they lost to Alex in the semis. Oh, maybe it was fifteen Bs. I was looking at maybe. Alrighty, Centennial Spring Lake Park over Orono it's in a overtime. Very notable score. That's I a good. That's a good result for both, both teams. teams there. I agree. That's a nice result for I both agree. teams. It shows us that Orono is right uh, is a mid top ten type. Double uh, A program. If we ranked the top twelve class two A programs, I think Orono would slip into that top twelve. If we just the programs in general, like Andover, Edina, Hillmarie, like that kind of program. No, in I'm, general, I'm just saying to... that if we, I'll use Page Stat as an example. Page Stat ranks teams yep. regardless of class. Yeah, I think Orono would sneak into that top. Oh, for sure. I think they'd be in somewhere between five and ten. That's actually a good. Uh, what are you looking up? You're, I'm, you're, look, I'm looking for it right now. Fingers are doing the walking right now. My fingers are doing the, the walking. Wait. Lakeville North over Crete Nairm Hall 3-1. Solidifies Lakeville North as top dog yep. in Section 3. And then January 2nd, Bemidji over Warroad. Section 3 down south or something? So you used your Section 3 south southern voice there? No, I just like the way my voice sounds when I talk like that into the microphone. <laughs> okay. Baby lock them. Oh, look at that. Them lots down January low. 2, you have yeah. a game here. Bemidji. I snuck one in there. I snuck one in there. Oh, I like that. Bemidji over Warroad. It's the first win for the Lumberjacks. Uh, Did since you see who scored the lone goal in the game? I would venture to guess it's Bailey Ruth. That's a really good guess. What? French freshman sensation. What? Tennis star. She's gonna Bailey Roop. She's going to have 400 goals by the end of this. Yeah. Uh, games of the What's future. crazy That's about what Bailey next. is there's not a mean bone in that body. Like, I don't know nope. how she does it. It's just, Are you saying you got to be mean to score nah, goals? We got a little grit to you. Little, God, oh, little, hold on though. Mother Teresa you know? changed the world, and she wasn't mean. She had a little grit to her. Gandhi changed the world. He wasn't mean. No, I agree. That's fine. All right, I'm, thank you. Whatever. Yeah, I think I just loosely compared Bailey Roop to Gandhi mm, and, and and Mother Teresa. Well, pretty close. Yeah, might as well be. I'd, she certainly played a bigger role in my life than Mother Teresa did. Absolutely. All right, games of the future brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sliding off. We're the just tracks take, we're just taking shots at Mother Teresa. Uh, games of the future brought to you by Gemini Athletic. I own several jerseys. I own them from Starter. I own them Starter, from Rawlings. CCM. I own them from CCM. I own them from Bauer. And let me tell you, nothing looks as nice as some of these telling Gemini you. sweaters I'm that we you. have hanging up in the office right now. Where's one up here? Though? There's a new one. All right, now I'm looking at the Wadena Deer Creek one. Oh, that that one's so good. There's a a Waconia one which just says cats on it. There's there's a Cadets one right there. That one looks really good. I like that one a lot. We're throwing it back a little bit to the early 2000s Cadets. Yeah, I like that one a lot. With the the block lettering with the background. 
Uh, what else can you tell us about Gemini Athletic? I, I just you work I closely go with crazy them. on this. They're making our Stars of Tomorrow jerseys this year. I'm pretty excited about that. All right. Um, they're um, they're obviously making the Friday Night Ice jerseys. They did the Orno and the Mountain West Tonka ones, the Warroad, the ones behind us, the Warroad East Grand Forks. They're right now in the process of making Northfield and St. Cloud Cathedral. St. Cloud Cathedral is going to have the uh, Sweden yellows. It's going to be sweet-looking, really cool. Um, they just do great stuff. What really sets them apart from everyone else is the fact that they're a local company, mm-hmm. and they're making everything right here. All the fabrics, every piece of fabric is is American-made. So, And it's not even something that they pound their chest about too much. I had to kind of drill them a little bit, like, hey, are you sure this is all here? It's all made here? Yeah, every jersey's made here, made in Edina. And it's made by a bunch of great people. Uh, the people, it's it's not a huge company. There's only like seven or eight employees that are making thousands and thousands of jerseys all over the, for, for all our teams all over the state. It's, it's a one-of-a-kind company, and the care and the commitment they have to making the jerseys is second to none. So check out Gemini Athletics. Uh, next time your association team or anything is making a jersey, uh, the pricing's fair and the quality is out of this world. Kayla, how'd we do on our last batch of pickums? Put your headphones on. Your I'm going to be on. honest. Quit uh, doing Sudoku. I wasn't. Um, I have no idea. I just, I'm looking it up right now. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Let's just go through our our picks. What now, what other and what then other she can give us our scores at the end. What other peaceful world icons can we shred? <laughs> uh I think Bono's a bit overrated. Oh no, he's not overrated. Yeah. That's not no, fair. I'm not saying you two is overrated. I'm saying Bono this, as a human is overrated. This actually first game on your pick is a good one. I know it's a good That's a really good game. You think I pick crappy games? That's a conference game. I think I pick stupid games. Uh, Sometimes they're not easy to find more than I'm not judging you. I'm just saying it's just hard to find. Judgy Wudgy was a bear. All right. You want to go first with these? Sweet. She's adding up. Let's do it. Still doing it? Let's do hers at the end. Uh, Orono at Benilde St. Margaret's. That is tomorrow, January 4th, (sighs) Thursday. Gosh, that's a tough one. I've seen both these teams play multiple times. So have you. Um, Wow. I think I'm going to, I think that Orono has more scoring natural scorers. I'm going to go Orono on this one. I am also going Orono. Are you? And let me say if Orono does, if Orono upsets a top five not upset cla- shut up yes it is sorry wow. i didn't mean to say shut up wow. i'm trying but i am trying i'm trying to make a point here I'm trying to make a point and i'm trying to make it a smooth transition so that kayla can clip this for tiktok later a little behind the scenes there if orono can pull off the upset of a top five class 2a team without macy rasmussen who will be playing for Ooh, team usa that. that solidifies orono as the golden calf of class A. Yeah. Um, I have a quick story. I was talking to the coaching staff from Centennial. Sorry, I said shut up. That Centennial, was me. I apologize. It's okay. Centennial Spring Lake Park. I was talking to them at the Dangle Fest because they also coached the 12A team. And they said what I have been thinking and have said a few different times on this podcast, that Maddie Kimbrell is the fastest player that they've played against. Now think about all the teams and they've played against. Like it's true. I mean, she is 
just rocketed up the the list as far as top sophomores in the state. I mean, she's the one. If I'm any top, the top three, four Division One programs. She's getting a phone call on June fifteenth for sure. First first person I call because you cannot coach the speed and tenacity that Maddie Kimbrell has. Remember in that Mom West Hockey game, how many times she just blew by the D? She, she might be the whoop. fastest player in the state. I I said it right there on I the, the I said it right the there on that broadcast. I'm like, she's the fastest player in the state, and it's just hard to calculate. When you're playing D against someone that fast, okay. Here's the question: You line up Kendall Coyne Schofield, yes, I want Maddie Kimbrell. I want to see it, and you just let him go. Who do you got? It's it's close. Okay. I'm going to take close. the Olympian, but just by by a hair though. By okay, a hair. all right. Uh, Crookston at Northfield. It's a good game. Crookston at Northfield. Is that Thursday. This is an interesting game. No, this is Friday. Friday. <sighs> this is Friday. This might be. Uh, I might be going. Might nuts. be a road trip, which is good because we need updated photos of Crookston. Yes, I might be going to that. Crookston and Northfield. This is. I could see this being a trap game for Northfield. No, I, they know Crookston's good. I think it's gonna be a trap game for Northfield. Coach Page knows they're a good team. She's okay. no dummy. Okay. All right. Who do you like? I'm taking Northfield. Yeah, I'm also. They're undefeated. Take, I'm they're, gonna not gonna, they're not going to. They're not going to cough up their season on Crookston. I mean, actually, Warro did their undefeated record. So not going to cough up their cough season up their Crookston. undefeated record to Crookston. Uh, leaning into the Bemidji trend, Bemidji and Alexandria. I like this game. I, I like too. it. Two unranked teams, but two teams that you feel like are just on the precipice yeah. of establishing themselves as contenders. And I think both these teams will be really – I think once Moorhead goes through their graduation next year, I think these two teams and Rosa will be very good. It's going to be a great section. Did, did you wonder why the Alexandria 15A parents were just so gosh darn calm after losing <laughs> in the Dangle Fest finals because they know – they're, they're up next so in 8AA. Next year. They know they're, they're up next, really good next year. 8AA. They'll be really good. January 6th, they Hillman. Like three or four fresh, there'll be three or four freshmen next year on that Alex team. That in just, two years, in two years, that Alex team is going to be. No, I think they're strong classes. They're junior class. So I think next so year think is Next the year's year. got to be the year. Yeah, they'll have a really, they'll just be deep, super talented team. Million dollar question. How many more Ellingsons do we have left? I think that's it. How many more? I think that's it. We're going to need a couple more. All right. Somebody find us another Ellingson child. All right. Hill Marie at Proctor Hermantown, January 6th. Uh, I'm going to go Hill on that one. Go Hill I on went that. Alexandria, by the way. I'm, I'm also going to go Hill on that one. I think that it's um, slightly in question is because of the drive, and Proctor Hermantown is a team that will drag you into a one-goal game, whether you want to be there or gotta, not. No, okay, never mind. It was, it was Cloquet where the former – Hogue Hogue is coaching now. Kennedy Hogue is coaching. She's coaching there at. I thought it was. Of course she is. Have you met Kennedy? Uh, No, but I've met every other Hogue. Kennedy. You have. She has more personality than the rest of the Hoagie family. All combined. combined. Including Steve. Is Steve in the. Okay, Steve. Okay, Steve. (laughs) In terms of energy and personality, Steve's a freak of nature. Yes. But yes, Kennedy has more personality. She just she is a spark plug, man. Yeah. She is a firework. If you needed a coach to come to a program that could use a little jolt, Kennedy Hoagie is like the person that All I right. would pick. Minnetonka at Edina. Interestingly, because both teams I should have said interestingly enough. Both teams are missing their starting goaltender. 
Yeah, but Ashlyn Hazlett at Minnetonka is not a drop off. It's it's not a drop off, but Minnetonka is also missing Kendra Distad. They're also missing Lauren Goldsworthy. Ooh, yeah. Kenny Dinah pounce. I think they will pounce. You think they'll pounce? Okay. You're going to take you Dinah. Dinah's not scoring a lot this year. Where are you taking? I'm going to take you Dinah. All right, I'm taking Minnetonka. Just because he died as a Oh, so right deep. Minnetonka is so good. Maple Grove at Moorhead. You mean this Maple Grove? Who thinks? They misspelled crimson. They did not. <laughs> every right. time he falls for it, every I time. Know. All right, there you go. Why did you show that picture? Just because they sent me their picture, their team picture. So Well, that's nice. We'll, 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 hang it, we'll hang it up on that's the a fridge. That's game. They just played the in the walls, or I don't know who won that game. This is a very... Did you, did you write that one down? This is a very even game here. Did you write that one in your This is a very past? even game. No, you did not, but they they played in the walls. Or Warhead beat I, Maple Grove 2-1. to one. I know that because they were either about to play them or just played them. Uh, when the girls came out to the prior to the tradition holiday invitational in Prior Lake, I let them in for free so they could watch the boys team play. Let them in, and for they free, all yeah. were very, very gracious and said thank you. That I well, that saved was, them that a few bucks. So yeah, well, having a good relationship with the Moorhead Youth Program and Ryan Craft and all those players, it was an easy decision each year. It's an easy decision to have them come out and watch the boys play. Easy decision. Easy decision. Uh, I foresee another low-scoring game here. <laughs> so do I. So do I. But uh, I am. Well, comes down to goaltending. I mean, they're both have great goaltending. They do, but I think Moorhead's got the edge offensively. So I would take Moorhead in this. I'll one. go Maple Grove. Okay. I'll go Maple. I'd Grove. like that because that would slide Maple Grove right back into the top ten if they yep. get Moorhead. January 9th, Warroad at Rozo. Hmm. Who's going to be there? Apparently, you and I are going to be there. It was reminded of that I've on confirmed, Sunday. I have confirmed a flight. Oh, good. I have confirmed a car. Oh, good. Um, we are going to be styling that day. Are we? We are going to be styling we, that day. It's not Friday Night Ice, so we're not wearing the suits. No. We're going to need to bundle up for that we one. It's be, cold in there, isn't it? It's is going to be cold in there. Son of a yeah. gun. Yeah. Oh, well, now it's time to get YTH parkas. It is. Maybe we'll get them with their I'm, little fur. All I'm saying is with fur. Okay, I actually want to discuss that off camera because there is a parka that I think would be really perfect for us. Cool. Warroad at Rozo. At Rozo this time. Mm-hmm. At Rozo And it's this not time. played in the Ram Center where they normally play it. It's going to be played at the Memorial Building. Let's go. You've never been to the Ram Center, have you? Let's go. Sh- I'll show you the Ram Center. It's super cool. It's connected to the school. It's a girls-only ice facility. I think it's the only one in the world that's dedicated solely to girls hockey, just super cool. I got Rozo in this one. I'm going Warroad. Going Warroad. Okay. I'm going Warroad. All right. Um, Andover and Maple Grove. Eh. I think I put it down because it's too some good hockey. Top now. 10 I think teams they're back. Here. I don't I think, think that's a. I, I'm interested in this next one. This is I've, also got I've seen this game before. This okay. I've I want to save this game before. before. I want to save this one for last because it's my favorite game out of this entire slate. Okay. So Fine. I'm going to flip these. Benilde at Northfield. Mm, I'm. That's another one I want to see. I know. If I, I'm, I'll be at Northfield in one of these two capacities. Okay. Good, because we need Northfield photos. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'm gonna. I'll take Northfield. I'm taking Benilde in that game. I think gonna Northfield's gonna out. stay undefeated by the time we there do is another a, show. There's a very by next week. Actually, we won't. We won't be doing the show next Wednesday. Just for the record. Why? How would we do the show if we're... We'll just do it in Rozo. No, we're going to land 
at nine in the morning and just come here and we'll just do it. We'll just shows? do it from Rosso. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay this I'll is my go favorite Northfield on this one. Eden Prairie North right. Why? Eden Prairie this North right. So appealing to you because these are two teams that if we were picking upset specials and sections right now, this these would are be two, two teams, teams that I have highlighted, underlined in red, written down in blood on my little calendar. These are two upset special teams. And they're playing each other. And they're playing each other. Mm, I like that. I'll go... I'm going to go Eden Prairie on this one. You know Eden Prairie on this one? I'm going to go North right in this one. I'm I love this game Divided so much. on that choice but I, I love this game if it, it anyway if it wasn't at north right i might go to this game i like that <laughs> it's too far for you also that far. got to during dangle fest got to see steve persian the eden yeah. prairie high school coach he walked into the office introduced himself and of course i know who steve persian is great head of hair former yeah. brett coach now at eden prairie yeah and i thought to myself he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing. Here. Oh yeah! You wear the jacket. You show up to the youth games. You say hello smart. to everybody after. It is you smart. protect the nest. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, all right. Before I, we sign off, I do you agree with our, that too? We're gonna get our. I rankings. did the picks. All right, sweet. But before I say them, you need to tell me. I just re-listened to the podcast over here, and you never picked. Do you remember your pick from Dodge County versus Breck? Because you never made a pick. On I the picked. Pod. I picked whoever whoever won the game. So what do I do with that? Do I just throw that oh, game out? Well, just give him points because you just like me, him just better. Give me, just give me the points. Just give me the points. I don't oh. know who won the game. Well, okay. Oh, Dodge County won that game, and you picked Dodge County. Yeah. But Peter literally, he for I, sure I, took I listened. Breck. No, I he listened. For sure took Breck. There's not a single ounce of. Well, I don't think if he, if he doesn't pick a, it, he shouldn't this get credit. This is a fence. This is me. Sitting on the fence. Yeah, he, okay. he he doesn't pick it. He shouldn't get credit. So damn it! I went. Uh, I jumped off the fence into Dodge County, Minnesota, and I picked up the fence. Okay, so War Road versus Moorhead was one zero, and you both picked Moorhead. Uh, yes. Dodge County versus Breck was six to two. I Dodge County, one, right? and you got a point, but he Peter doesn't never get one. picked. So I think you just don't get a point. That's bogus. Uh, Edina versus Lakeville North. Uh, Tony picked Edina. Peter picked Lakeville North, and it was two to one. Um, Bleep. Hill Murray three. versus three Andover. Three. Hill Murray won two to zero, and Peter picked in or Hill Mo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three. I'm three for four. Yep. Uh, Champlain Park Coon Rapids versus Minnetonka. You both picked Minnetonka and won three zero. Wow, geniuses. <laughs> and then Holy Family versus Stillwater. Peter picked Stillwater and won. So you really? guys tied. Tied. Yeah, mm. four to four. And if Peter would have picked Dodge County, he would have beat you again. I think I picked. I think I picked Dodge County. I don't think you did. I think you didn't pick. You should go back. Well, and you know what? Time. I think the bones are their money, and so are the. Oh, worst. I knew he was going to get that in eventually. Get <laughs> <laughs> that in. He was just stuck on that. I see you jotting some things down over. Oh uh, no, I'm just just going to sign off on the show and oh, thank okay. our sponsors: Summit Orthopedic, Gemini Athletic, Res Tech, Red and Black Leagues. Another great show. We'll see everybody around the rink. Thanks, Peter and Kayla. Used to keep it cool, used to be a fool All about the bounce in my step Watch it on the news, what you gonna do I could hear profession forget Used to keep it cool